Do you ever find it difficult to see and love people the way Jesus did and does? Even if you're a Christian, it doesn't make people easier to deal with. People can just be difficult sometimes. My name is Keegan Peck, and this is the Odyssey Home. Let's face it, people aren't always the most fun to deal with. And even though we're Christians, called to be loving toward others, we still struggle, don't we? We can be passionate about serving God, but still encounter people who are a challenge to love. And that sounds really bad to admit, doesn't it? That's not something a Christian should have to admit is it? While we could all agree that it isn't something a perfect Christian should struggle with, we can also all agree that there is no perfect Christian. We are all human and flawed. We are all imperfect and need grace for our shortcomings, just like everyone else. Whether we are Christian or not, we all share in our humanness. We all share in the flaws of being human. We are all created in God's image, whether or not we all admit it. And that's an important distinction we have to realize and accept, that those of us who are Christians possess a wisdom and a viewpoint others do not. We know how valuable each person is because we know who created them and who died for them. We possess at least a tiny sliver of understanding of the love of God. The love that was displayed by God throughout the Bible. The love displayed by Jesus as He walked this earth. The love displayed to us in our own lives by our loving Heavenly Father. We've not only seen His love, but we've experienced it firsthand. We accepted the forgiveness God gave to us through His Son. Forgiveness that we did not and could not deserve. And it is through that forgiveness 
because of that love that we are called to be different. When we chose to follow Christ, we took on His name. We identify ourselves as Christians. Our namesake is our Lord. So if we are going to take on His name, don't we also have to take on His qualities? Don't we have to submit to God the way He did? Don't we have to serve as He served? Don't we have to love as He loved? And while we will never be able to do that perfectly, we can, with the help of the Holy Spirit, give people a small taste of what our Lord has to offer them. We are the ambassadors of Christ, as Paul mentions in 2 Corinthians 20. We are called to be like Christ. Ephesians chapter 5, verses 1 and 2 says, Therefore be imitators of God as beloved children, and walk in love, just as Christ also loved you and gave himself up for us, an offering and a sacrifice to God as a fragrant aroma. We are called to walk in love, just as Christ did. But what is the reason for this? To simply obey a commandment? Or is it to extend God's love to others? To show them what God freely offers them if they will only accept it? In Matthew chapter 5, verses 14 through 16, Jesus says, You are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden. Nor does anyone light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on the lampstand. And it gives light to all who are in the house. Let your light shine before men in such a way that they may see your good works and glorify your Father who is in heaven. We are called to let our light shine so that others will see and glorify our Father. Our actions point others toward who we serve. And when we serve the Creator of the universe, we are pointing them to the One who made them, the One who knows them better than they know themselves, the One who wants to spend all of eternity with them. Our good deeds no longer serve ourselves, but our actions of service and submission. They reflect what we believe, and they reflect who we believe. When Jesus was asked in Matthew chapter 22 what the greatest commandment was, he replied, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, and with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment, and the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. All of the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments. Doesn't that strike you as incredibly powerful that all the law and the prophets ever said all came down to love?
love for God and love for others. And if that's the case, then doesn't that make those all the more important? We are representatives of God. He did everything He could to prove His love for us. And all He asks for us is to love and follow Him. And in so doing, to love others the way He loved us. We aren't going to be best friends with everyone. We've all got different personalities, some that go well together and some that don't. However, we are called to love everyone, regardless of their viewpoints, regardless of their religion, regardless of what they do or have done, regardless of if they love or hate us. We are called to love them. And the thing is, our Savior knows what that's like. He loved those who followed Him and did what He asked. But He also loved those who hated Him. John explains this love in depth in 1 John chapter 4. Verses 15 through 21. Whoever confesses that Jesus is the Son of God, God abides in him, and he in God. We have come to know and have believed the love which God has for us. God is love, and the one who abides in love abides in God, and God abides in him. By this, love is perfected with us so that we may have confidence in the day of judgment. Because as He is, so also are we in this world. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear, because fear involves punishment, and the one who fears is not perfected in love. We love because He first loved us. If someone says, I love God, and hates his brother. He is a liar. For the one who does not love his brother, whom he has seen, cannot love God, whom he has not seen. And this commandment we have from him, that the one who loves God should love his brother also. We love because he first loved us. Though we didn't deserve His love, He loved us. Though we still don't deserve it because of how much we mess up, He still loves us. And we are called to do the same with everyone else. We love them because God loved us. We are all imperfect beings in desperate need of grace. But God never fails to love us. And it's that same love that we have the opportunity to share with others. 
so that one day they too can know the unending and boundless love offered by their Heavenly Father. This episode was written and produced by me, Keegan Peck, with theme music by Amy Ferris and additional music by selections from Epidemic Sound. For more information, please visit the show's website at theodysseyhome.com. That's the Odyssey, O-D-Y-S-S-E-Y, home.com. There you can find more information about the podcast and a way to contact me. I'd love to hear from you. Watch for future episodes released every two weeks. See you next time, and thanks for listening.